We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The NBA is back. Where else can you get this type of drama? Where else does history hang from the Raptors? Jalen Brown throws it down. Where else is your own city? Home to your biggest rivals. The battle of LA is real, people. And 30 feet is still in range. Hurry, action. Where else can a city this loud be this slept on? Where else is history? Still in the making. Oh, my goodness. Where else? The NBA, only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. This is Rams Uncensored with Matt Herrera. This, this just, the, like that whole, I, I don't know, it just makes Brian Juano. I am in the cornfield looking at you right now. Tommy Avance. I want to host a, a radio show, but I stutter. And Mark. Luhan. You blending up those Krispy Kreme donuts and juicing that? You have now entered the danger zone. I'll give you a virtual hug, too. Thanks for listening to Rams Uncensored. Of course, I'm your host, Matt Herrera, alongside Brian Juano and Mark Luhan, the great co-hosts of Rams Uncensored. No Tommy Avance this weekend, unfortunately, but that's all right. We didn't have Brian last week, so now we can shit talk Tommy. Right, guys? Tommy's in the corner holding his penis right now. You just don't know it. (laughs) (laughs) So vulgar. All right, guys, let's get into the fucking amazing-ass Rams talk. Rams are 2-0. They had... Another slow start in the first half, which is to be expected. If you recall, a couple episodes ago, I I said the Rams would probably struggle for the first six quarters of this season, and it has been a struggle, yet they've been putting up some pretty good points still. 27 points last week, 30 points in week one, with not such great play calling, not the best execution, but the team's still getting it done. So I'm fucking happy about that. I'm I can't be more excited about getting these gritty ass wins that really it makes a difference for a team, right? This, these are the wins that show that a team really has that drive to make something special and make something happen. I I feel like this team's a book already for the playoffs as everyone should have known, but yeah, what are you guys overall thoughts from last week's game or just overall so far, Brian? Uh, well, I would say hold your horses. I mean, you're, get, you're getting really excited about a couple of games that, you know, I don't want to say necessarily last week, but we could have easily lost week one. Um, week two, I mean, we didn't look hot and they didn't have breeze. I mean, yeah, we can't put it on, put it on them a little bit in the second half, but 
there's a big work in progress there. Um, I don't know if it has to do with the, the you know, new center guard position, especially with Blythe going down and Denby having to step in. Um, but offensively, they're still just not clicking. There, there's no cohesion. Mm-hmm. The, the play-action pass is completely lacking. Um, defense is looking pretty solid, still giving up a lot of soft passes, though. So um, I'm not going to lock it for playoffs quite yet. Mark? Uh, I tend to agree with Brian. There, there's something wrong with the offense. The timing's off. You could just tell um, whether it's the offensive line, just they haven't gelled yet. Or, I mean, Goff just making his reads a little too slow. This, there's something off about it, obviously, with Gurley. I mean, he looks fine, but there's obviously maybe some confidence lacking there due to the split carries, kind of like we talked about last week. So I don't think it kind of kind of takes you out of your rhythm when you have to split drives, you know, go back and forth between him and Malcolm Brown, and you really can't get that rhythm going. So they need to figure that out quickly because they will run into a team who's going to be able to put points up on that defense eventually. And that offense might not be able to put up as many as that other team. So they need to get it figured out quick. Let me tell you what, guys why I feel happy about these gritty wins uh, and why I'm already locking them in for the playoffs. I mean, they're one of the top five best teams in the NFL right now. I, don't, I, I just don't see this team taking a deep fall and lo- missing out on even wild card weekend if that's where they end up landing. But, you know, let me talk about this. You know, the Rams went 8-0 and last year before losing on November 4th in New Orleans, right, week 9. So, to me, those first eight weeks, yeah, week 1 against the Raiders, the first first half was rocky. Then they came out the second half and just blew the rocks off the Raiders. Raiders weren't ready for it. Then week two, they go to they go come back home, play Arizona, and just blow them out thirty four to zero. Right? Then it's the Chargers at home. Then they got the Vikings at home, and those were the Chargers game. That one didn't seem like it was going to get out of hand, but it was close. The Vikings game was a a fight, and then Seattle they almost they almost won week five um, at Seattle. So. To me, you know, and, and referencing all these games and just how well the team was doing early on and they were in sync, I feel like they peaked way too soon. And we saw that fall off. Goff just didn't seem the same in postseason last year. He he obviously wasn't the same in the Super Bowl, but of course that's because of the game plan that they're playing against and that amazing defense that the Patriots had. I think that Patriots defense is even better this year. But the reason I'm saying this is that yeah, I think they're going to fi- find their stride at the right time. They're not going to peak too soon. They're not going to show their hand too early. So then when it comes to November and December, that's when they try to find their stride. Because if you recall, in November, right, the first week of November, they got that first loss against New Orleans. And then later in December, the week 14 and 15, they lost at Chicago and at home against Philadelphia. Teams started to kind of figure them out, right? So... I just I feel, feel like we need to get Matt. We feel like we need to get Matt a donut because he's just on <laughs> ramble mode. I, I am, but yeah, man, I feel like this, a, this team's gonna find their stride. I think Sean McVay. I do not need a donut. I might need a dark, dark chocolate Oreo though. But I think Sean McVay has. He's just not trying to show his hand too much. I think the offense. Yeah, it's gonna be a little bit clunky. We lost some guys down to injury. And yeah, we're we're gonna see how things go. But I think I really think this team can go sixteen and zero. I think there's gonna be two two or two teams who can All go right, sixteen Matt, and zero. Shut up, Matt. Matt, <laughs> shut up, man. Uh, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shut up. Jesus, man. <laughs> the way they've won these games, like, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. First They're going to beat the off, Patriots. Me, the Patriots me, and the Rams are both going to go 16-0. Right, Chiefs are probably right, going to go 16-0 as well. And then we'll play. It'll be dude, undefeated going in Super, are, in the are you Super Bowl. Ask, I'm calling it right fucking right now? now. Dude, are you, you think are the you Chiefs are going to lose? Right Do you think the Chiefs are going to lose a game this year? You just said the Patriots are going to go 16-0. Right. Who's going 16-0? I, I you just said the Chiefs. I, I, yeah, I said all three of those teams, the Rams, Chiefs, and the Patriots. I'm I'm going on that ledge right now, and I don't give a fuck two weeks in. I don't care. Dude, slow down. <laughs> Seriously, wow. 
Like, you're gonna be calling me fucking Nostradamus. You're not gonna be Nostradamus, dude. That is I will put fucking thousand dollars on it right now that that doesn't happen. Would you like to bet me? I'm sorry, I cannot wager any money at all because of NCAA rules. Okay, we won't wager money. How about if this doesn't happen, whoever loses has to wear I'm a dumbass shirt all around a tailgate next season. Nah, I'm not going to do that. The odds are ever in your favor. Well, yeah, but you're the one making the Nostradamus pitch. (laughs) Yeah, come on. It's football season. I can get fucking excited. Matt, seriously, though, think about this really quick. They're not holding things back. It's not easy to win a football game in the NFL. Right. I mean, look at the Dolphins. They're going to struggle to win one. So they're not holding back. Do they have things in the playbook that they don't use and they kind of only use here and there? Yeah, but they're not holding back. They're like, oh, you know, we're going to take it easy on these guys. We won't show them much of the playbook. No, they're, they're out there practicing it. If they don't use it, they'll never get practice. Right. No, yeah. The thing that gives Seriously, me peace though. of mind, though, the thing that gives me peace of mind is that McVay is adjusting his offense to the defense that's being shown, which what defense is that, Ryan? Uh, quarters. They're, but they're, everybody's trying to emulate what the Patriots did to us in the Super Bowl, right? No, no, they're, they're all trying to emulate what the Lions did to us first, and then the Bears, and now the, most, the Patriots. The, it was most, of, well, quarters, I guess it was most effective the, against the Bears. It's the quarters defense. But... What's McVay countering that with? He's not running so much wide zone. He's going more fucking sweeps with the top. Yeah, sweeps, toss cracks. <clears throat> I mean, he's he's figuring it out, and it's working. It's making, it's stretching the defense. They're having to play sideline to sideline. So I mean, it's it's pretty uplifting to see that instead of him just try to keep playing the same offense and hope that we eventually crack one here and there. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I'm not. I, to be honest with you, though, I'm not seeing that much adjustment. I mean, what what are the big adjustments you've seen? I mean, the offense is struggling. Like I said, it's the timing, too. I mean, the offensive well, line yeah, is not good. holding up as well as it did last year, and that's due to, you know, I mean, we got two offensive line, new offensive line. We got Noel Boom and Allen. Allen is looking decent. There was a couple times he got blown up last week against the Panthers. But um, I didn't notice anything real extreme when I rewatched it yesterday. Noteboom looked okay. It's really when Denby came in that it was getting blown up on the right side. Hey, all I know is uh, Whitworth better be all right this coming week. Oh, yeah. Get, go up against Miles Garrett. I don't even know if he actually lines up on him. He might be lined up on the other side. I don't know. If it's a player that good, you think they might move him around a little bit. Right. Right, like they've been doing so, with Donald I, I too. Mean, I haven't watched Donald too many Browns games. Move around a little bit, but not that much. I didn't even get to watch this last Sunday night against the Jets, and I mean it was the Jets, so I mean it was uh, it was pretty sloppy. Do I think it's a close game? No, I I think we smoke them. I think our defense tees off on on their shitty ass offensive line and Greg Robinson. I mean, Baker Mayfield... He loves, he loves Greg Robinson. Yeah, Baker Mayfield's throw four interceptions through those first two weeks, so I'm pretty sure we can count our team in for an interception or two. I'm pretty sure Baker Mayfield has thrown the most interceptions in the league since he started playing last year, too. Um, so, yeah, I think our defense is going to do just fine. I think... I mean, dude, I told you, I told you straight up. I, I told you guys for two years now that I'm not sold on Baker Mayfield where people actually starting to listen now. Well, I mean, he's a great quarterback. He's, he's can throw, make almost every throw, but he's got that gunslinger mentality where he's going to try to fit the ball in a tight windows that just probably aren't. And like just throws that really aren't there. I know. They also also literally did everything in the off season, but, address their offensive line. Right. Right. Well, I think another big issue is, look, I I do think Mayfield is talented. I'm not going to take that away from the kid, but he's not recognizing defenses. If you watch the game against the Jets, 
he was confused on almost every single play. He was guessing, man, they were in zone and vice versa. And they were able to disguise those coverages really well against him. And he's not picking up on that right now. So, um, and if that's uh, true, that's kind of sad because he went up against that defense all year last year in practice, right? Well, I mean, kind of, but it's, I mean, it's different players. and Yeah, of course. They could be executed a little and, bit and differently. It's executed differently. And it's not like they're showing him those coverages in, in practice. Oh, no, they're disguising them. And... Right, but they're not, you know, he, he as much as he's going against them in practice, they ain't, they're not doing all those looks against him. Like, they're doing that against a dummy team. Like I said, I didn't see too much of that game. I heard Odell Beckham went off a little bit. That's Odell it. had one really good catch where he had he just had him in stride and he was able to do a catch and run for like 89 yards. Other than that, he, oh, I guess he made one really good stab one-handed again too, but... Those are only two times I even really remember seeing them. I mean, they're big plays, obviously. Yeah, their offense was still pretty slow moving, even though they put up what twenty three points, right? The Browns did. I mean, it was it was they sloppy did, football. But they put up twenty three points, but the Jets were never even close to scoring except for right. I think one drive where they decided to go for it on fourth rather than just kick the field goal. And other than Miles Garrett on the defense, I I really I don't know if I could tell you another player on that team. Randall they be on some, there. They, they, they ha, yeah, they have some corners. They have Denzel Ward. Ward. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Ward. Forgot about that guy. They, yeah, they have they have decent uh, defensive backfields. So I mean, you got to get rid of that ball. Who's the player of the game for us this week? Who's the one that we need to get going early and often, and just to bet in that. Browns defense and get it to break. Is it Gurley? We're going to see Todd. Yeah, Todd. But here, here's here's the big issue. Look, Todd looks fine running the ball. Yeah, there hasn't been as much room as normal. But here's the big difference: they're not throwing the ball to him out of the backfield. Right. That's the big difference. Like, there's no threat of them throwing the ball to him right now. Like, he's not looking at that check down at all. No screen passes. Nothing. And it, isn't that? what we kind of brought Darrell Henderson in for. But obviously he's not Dude, ready. That that kid's not ready, man. He's He's got probably ways to go with his pass blocking. I mean, we would have seen him already, right? And Malcolm Brown, though, I mean, he is running hard. Gurley, yeah. We've seen well, him. Well, that's part of it. We've seen, right. We've seen Gurley maybe get t- tossed a quick, maybe a screen once or twice, right? Or just in the flats. You know, yeah, he the, dropped that one against against the Saints last week, where it just went yeah, know, but, like he was trying to run upfield before he caught the ball. Right, right. But more, but more than not, they haven't looked at him, and he has been open. So right, right, right. I've been noticing that too, and I've been wanting. There's been a few times that Jared Goff, I feel like he's been he just needs to throw the ball away. Like he's been running out of the pocket, and then he'll take a sack after he's clearly out of the pocket, like right by the sidelines. You know, there's still clearly some things that are going through his head that he's not processing quick enough. But, I mean, he'll get a hang of it. It might just be, again, just getting used to the game flow, right? But I I think our player that's going to make a difference and open things up really is going to be Bobby Woods. I mean, I just feel like Ooh. Robert Woods. Bobby. Bob Bobby Trees? Bob Robert. Yeah. Bobby Trees? Yeah, Bobby Trees. Yeah. I just, okay. yeah, I mean, he's he's someone that Sean McVay likes to use on those jet sweeps. He had that nasty play week one where it was it was like what was it a fake zone run, but then they had Roberts coming in, Robert Woods coming in, like cutting in through the B gap, and it was a quick handoff to him, like a fullback in a sense. Like that was some dirty nasty <laughs> shit too. There's some dirty, nasty shit. <laughs> you, know, you know how dirty, nasty your shit looked at the tailgate on Sunday, homie? Yeah, the what's this? I see. Were sticking out, Mark, Mark said you were talking shit? I'm always talking shit, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> what, you, what you got on my 40? Uh, on your no, 40? We're, we're, we're looking around and we're like, where the fuck did Matt go? I was fucking disappeared. I said Matt was going going to be yeah Matt was going to be a little pussy and hang out with his parents. 
didn't even get a picture. All, we're all together, and we didn't even get a picture. You know, I, I keep photo, know. Photoshopping your ass in pictures. <laughs> I saw those pictures. I was like, Once oh, again. I probably should have hung around. But nah, my parents had to get out. Had to get out of Dodge. They had to go back to Tulari. But aren't you, aren't you upset that you didn't get to meet the Bogue, Matt? Oh, I'm so upset. I missed out, man. You missed out on that sweet little scruffly neck beard. <laughs> Come on, man. How are you going to miss out on that? I know, right? It was fucking red. He's a straight fucking ginger. He looked so happy to see you guys. Did you see his big ass jersey he was wearing? Were you like bagging on him for that at least? <laughs> it was at least three sizes too big. That shit would have been too big for me. Oh, oh I don't man. know, Matt. That's a stretch. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I, I was, I, honest, honestly, I was just a little surprised it was Lilton and not Micah Kaiser. <laughs> oh. that, was, that was about the only shock I had with the jersey. He definitely got that one from like a Chinese ripoff company, right? I got mine from a Chinese ripoff company. Yeah, what's, what's, the, what's the issue? No, no, there's nothing wrong. I'm just saying, like, he definitely did, did not did, order that. Did you like NFL shop? Did, I mean, do you actually pay the full amount and order from an NFL shop? My last two jerseys, I have. Well, good for you. Way to make the NFL more money because they, they, I'm sure they really need it. <laughs> hey, I wanted a Bruce throwback jersey, all right, and then the one I bought before that was a Robert Quinn jersey, and I miss him. You know what? You want to know where I found my Bruce throwback jersey? Where? eBay. That's so cool. eBay, something that you guys... And I also found found my Ellard throwback jersey on eBay. eBay. And you can get them for cheap. And you can get them for cheap, and they come just like new. The selling site for baby boomers. Ah, oh, fucking mad. Ryan was rocking What happened? You're rocking your Dickerson jersey at the tailgate. I uh, know. It was my Dickerson jersey that I bought from China. Hey, if I didn't leave the tailgate early, I wouldn't have got to see Isaac Bruce interviewed. I saw Eric Dickerson too. Uh, Where at? Where was that going on? At? They were in the field. They well, were in the field. Right Bruce, yeah, Bruce was at the the fan zone. He got interviewed over there. Oh, he was. Cute. He was saying that they asked him about the move, and he said it was bittersweet because they did good things in St. Louis, which they did. They did great things. He only spent one year in L.A. That's why. Right. Yeah, he, he don't know no better. He played. He doesn't on... know what L.A. is about. He played on on the team. Was it was Jackie Slater still on the team by then? Uh, I don't think so. He came in 90, 94, I think. So he was on the squad with Jeff Fisher as the special teams coach. Jeff Fisher may have been the no. He was already gone. Fisher was long gone by then. I think Jeez. Fisher was the defensive coordinator. Is what you're thinking of? I thought he got his start in special teams with the Rams. Way back when in the early nineties, I think he started in special teams with like the Eagles or something, and then ended up being like a D coordinator for the Rams mm. before moving over to Houston. I'm gonna look this up right now. Your mom's gonna look it up. Don't worry. Oh shit! Okay, I'll eat crow. Oh, he was a defensive. He came into the league. It doesn't say anything about special teams, at least. Well, this is Wikipedia granted, but yeah, it says he came in. With Chicago as a defensive assistant, then defensive backs coach at Philadelphia. Then he was promoted to the coordinator. Damn right, son. And yeah, in 91, he came to the Rams and was our defensive coordinator. Crazy, man. There you go. There you go. He fucking went to the Rams into the 49ers? We didn't like him that much or what? What the fuck happened in 91 to like hire him for one year and go? You got to tell me. You got to educate me on this, Brian. Uh, We were really bad. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> Let me look up the 1991 oh, season. 91, man. I feel like that was like a 4-12 and 12 season. So this was around the time when we were going like like double digits winless been, against this, the this 49ers, been, right? 91, that might have been like Chuck Knox years, I think. Oh, man. Damn. Was it Chuck Knox? Chuck Knox, let's see. 
Uh, I feel like it might have been Chuck Knox. For head coach, right? Yeah. No, John Robinson, it says. We saw John Robinson? Okay, he was gone pretty quickly after that. Then That might have been his last year. Offensive coordinator? I love this name. Ernie Zampezi? You don't know who Ernie Zampezi is? Zampezi? That's such a great name, man. What you don't the know fuck? who Ernie Zampezi is? He played is? in Santa Barbara High School? You don't know who Ernie Zampezi is? He was a coach at Hancock and at Cal Poly Slow? Oh, God. Now, now you're in love with him because he went to Hancock. Dude, he's from he's from the <laughs> Central Alan, Coast. Alan Hancock in Santa Maria. He's Hancock. He's one of us, man. I didn't go to Hancock. Oh, no, well, no, I'm just saying he's from the Central Coast. He's a Central Coast boy. Yeah, well. He was also a very innovative offensive coach. I'm surprised you don't know who he is. Zampezi. I'm just going to be dropping that last name every yeah, you now. Don't, you don't remember in the Jim Everett interview talking about it? Jim Everett or, or Pete Houlihan. They both yeah, talked about talked him. About Pete, yeah, and then uh, we talked about it with Henry Eller, who you weren't there for. Like Henry, yeah, he obviously wasn't there. He was like stroking it in the back with his family. Damn, the Rams are three and thirteen that year. Fuck me. They had I was close. I said four and twelve. Yeah. They had a win week two against the Giants, nineteen to thirteen at Giants Stadium. Wow. Okay. And then they didn't get another so, win until week five. Was that at, in Anaheim against Green Bay, and then the following week against San Diego in Anaheim as well. And then they didn't win a game. So, here, so here's a little history for you, Matt. 1989, the Rams went to the NFC Championship game, and our, our our friend of the show, Jim Everett, that's the game where everybody started to say he saw shadows because he just started to take like the phantom sack and whatnot. So no I don't know, like going into that 1990 or 89 season, whatever it was, like the, after the championship game, I believe the Rams were favored to like go all the way and make it to the Super Bowl. And they completely just fell apart after that game. It's like they were never the same until um, the greatest show on turf. Like they had a record for futility in the 90s, if I remember correctly. It was like them and the Bengals were like the worst teams ever for a full decade. He was seeing shadows, they said? Well, he was taking the Phantom Sacks. Like he just started. Yeah, you don't know anything about the Phantom Sacks? Nah. Jim Everett wasn't the same again with the Rams. Like he had to go to the Saints. Damn, I'm gonna watch this right again now. When he went to the Saints. Watch, watch what? There was somebody else who did that too. They they have a they had who a... just just took a sack that there was nobody around. It was somebody else. Oh yeah, dude. There's quarterbacks all the time. Uh, there's quarterbacks all the time that do it. But yeah, no, I mean, it. it unfortunately for Jim, I think the offensive line became a liability and. Uh, you got a little gun shy in there. Oh, yeah. At some point, you just start worrying about your own health. <laughs> right, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, nothing against him. I mean, any no, quarterback, no. if you've if you got if you got guys rushing at you nonstop, like, I don't care if it's Tom Brady or, you know, whoever. Like, eventually, you just... Damn! You take enough punishment, it's, it's going to... There's going to be repercussions for it. You're you're going to be shy in the pocket, and it's going to definitely affect right. your game. Damn, I don't know what the Matt, fuck what just asking? happened, but they had that phantom sack in the NFC Championship game against the 49ers, where he just fucking straight up laid down, and then my phone just fucking shut off after viewing it. It was like, nope, don't fucking watch that shit again. That's some bad juju or some shit. I don't fucking know. Yeah, Jim Everett. Found out you were watching that shit, and he fucking hacked your phone, bro. Yeah, shut that shit down, man. Dude, he was like, "Fuck no, don't watch that." <laughs> Dude, Jim's Jim's staring at you through the cornfields right now, no. motherfucker. He's a tall motherfucker. He kicked my ass. Rams uncensored. The NBA is back. Where else can a city this loud be this left on? And 30 feet is still in range. Where else is history? Still in the making. The NBA, only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. All right, guys. So let's go ahead and get into the Rams and Browns. I know we've already touched on it a little bit, but anybody have any predictions? For the game score, whether it be a big play, player of the game, what do you got? 
Well, they're favored. The Rams are, that is. They're Three. away. But, yeah, they're favored by three, three points. points. I think I think the Rams will win by at least a touchdown, honestly, just because, yeah, just how how out of whack the, the Browns seem. And I think the Rams are just getting crisper and crisper. And, yeah, I think I'd be upset, honestly, if the Rams go in to, to Cleveland on Sunday night and fucking suck shit, especially with the Browns coming off a short week. So, to me, there's no excuse for the Rams to come out on top with at least at – least Is it really a short week? It is. They have one less day. It's technically, technically, yeah. yeah. But it's a technically, yeah. Sunday night. Yeah, but it's a Sunday night. Like you kind of have a little bit extra preparation with a Sunday night. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Not like not, not like this yeah. last week where the New Orleans Saints, who were coming off a Monday night game, played right. Sunday morning. Right. But look, I, I think this game's going to be a lot closer than people think. I think that. Even though we showed some pretty good run defense, uh, you know, last week, I think we still have liabilities in the running game, and I think Nick Chubb can definitely, you know, get some running lanes against us. I think that we do play a kind of soft uh, cover at times, so I think they are going to get some completions, and they're going to move the ball on us. We kind of play a bend but don't break defense, so you know, and they're going to get pressure on us. I, I, I'm telling you right now, Jared Goff is going to take a couple hard hits. So hopefully he hangs on to the ball this week. But I still think we win. I'm going to say we win by four or five, maybe 23, 17, 18, 19, somewhere in there. So you think that last possession's going to have a lot of stress around it then, right, Brian? Dude, we're Rams fans. Don't most of our last possessions have a lot of stress? <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right. Seriously. So I don't want to bring any like, bad juju to the team or anything, but historically speaking, we don't play well on Sunday nights. Well, are you saying historically as in like in the last years like, and years? Or are you talking no, about years, last year? Like last are you just talking about last year? The year before, too, right? Or we didn't have any primetime games. We didn't have any primetime. So, so, yeah, all last year. We, we only had one. All last year. We only had one. No, we had. Didn't we play? Uh, we played the Bears and the Eagles on Sunday night. We played night. the Bears. The and the Eagles. Eagles was definitely. Eagles was not Sunday night, homie. I was at that game. I was on the field for that game. It was not Sunday night. I'm going to look it up right now. Was it Monday night? It wasn't. No, it was just a Sunday during the day. It was a Sunday one thirty game. I remember that, but I could be wrong. Because they played the Eagles the year before during the day. I remember that. Yeah, same thing. Oh, I had to Pretty be. Pretty damn sure it was the same thing. Matt, I don't think it was a Sunday night because the Eagles weren't even a thing at that point. The Eagles were sucking balls. Wentz had just broke his back. Foles was coming in, but no one knew that Foles was going to go do Foles the you know, like Big Dick Nick, that's when the Big Dick Nick <laughs> chant started coming out. I was fucking was there, dude. I fucking, yeah, it was ridiculous. Were you drunk, though, Brian? Because I fucking swear to God, I no. thought it was dark. I thought we played the Bears and it was fucking pitch black, and then we played the Eagles and it was fucking pitch black. It got darker earlier because it was later in the season. It was Sunday night. I have the PDF of the game notes right now. Sunday no, Start no, time no, at five twenty-two no. p.m. Pacific. Drunk, you were fucking loaded, bitch. <laughs> no, that's no, the game no, that Sosa no. went to. Yes, that's the game that Sosa went to. It was a Sunday night. Yeah, and it didn't, I don't think it was a night game though. It was. Uh, it was. <laughs> the lights were just so bright. All right. Your you mom remember, is so I remember. bright, <laughs> dude. That's messed up. We met her. All <laughs> oh, good. Now she now when she listens to the show, we know that we that we appreciate her. Hey, can we prank call Cody? Dude, that's we're 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 almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there? We're almost there. So I didn't give you my prediction. And I'm gonna go ahead and say it's not gonna be that's not gonna be close. It's gonna be something like thirty one to thirteen. I like that, Mark. I mean, I really we haven't given up a passing touchdown at all on defense this year. It's all been through the running game, usually like inside the red zone. Because there's only been what like two touchdowns, and they were both fucking Christian McCaffrey, right? Other than that, she's been field goals. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Baker can find. I I think a keep to leave 
Marcus Peters, Eric Weddle, John John, they all do their fucking job and don't let that motherfucker throw any balls into the end zone. So who uh, who who covers OBJ? Um, you cover him by committee. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're gonna. You have don't cover to, him by committee. He's gonna. He's, hey, he's gonna get his. He's gonna get his catches. He's gonna get his catches. The one that I worry about is uh, his Landry. Well, Landry you know, hasn't what? been showing up though. It? Landry's kind of been no. gone. He hasn't like shown up at all. No, it's not that he isn't showing up. They force fed him last year because he was the only receiver out there. I mean, he was their best wide receiver last year too. Donald That's gets what I'm going. Saying. He was too. the only. How many sacks? Uh, two and a half. Two and a half. You think two and a half? I'd be yep. happy with that. Finally, yep. finally, he gets in the sack column. Yep. I think he gets one. I think he gets one. At least one, right? I mean, seeing out all those pictures on. But people... I think, but I think, I think Clay Matthews and Fowler both get two. Sure, sure. Dude, let's talk about that hit that Matthews put on Teddy Bridgewater. That was nasty. <laughs> that was fucking <laughs> amazing. It was also nasty. I couldn't see who hit him from the front, but he was getting hit from the front at the same time. Now I want to say that was shit. Was that um? Was that Brockers or was that uh, Joseph Day? I'm not sure. That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure. That was one of those. I, I'm not sure. But if it, it happened so watched, fast, I couldn't tell who it was. If you watch the sounds of the game video, which I don't know if any either of you did, but even uh, Clay Matthews on the sideline, he was telling Aaron Donald like, "Man, that was clean as fuck." Like he was thanking him for. Taking on the triple teams and you know giving them room to fucking get to the quarterback. But I bet you Matthews is yep. doing fucking great in the defense. I think you guys think Aaron it. Donald is totally cool with something like that too. Like even though he's not getting any numbers and he may you know like people might view him in a different light if he doesn't get like double digit sacks. But if everyone else around our team is like stacking up sacks up he to like nine, ten win, a game, dude. right? Right. As long as we win. As long as we win, man. If we start losing and those numbers don't show up, then you might see something different happen. But as long exactly. as we're winning, dude. Brian hit the nail on the head right now. I'd feel so frustrated if I were him, though. Like, like watching him in the Super Bowl and trying to get to Tom Brady, I was frustrated for him just because of how quick fucking Tom was getting rid of the ball and whatnot and him not being able to get to him. And see, I don't think that's his mentality. I bet you anything, he's laughing and he's John at these offensive linemen and saying like, "Ha, oh, you got to fucking get three of you motherfuckers to stop me, and you're barely doing it." Right? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that is his mindset, and then I'm just the only one who's being frustrated for him. I'll, I'll take, I'll take all the frustration for him. You do that. Yeah, that's Matt. what he said that he was going to work <laughs> on all off season to get get by the triple team. She. Oh, yeah, man, he's getting. He, he didn't play with nice. He didn't play with enough i saw him fucking <laughs> shit i saw him getting worked a lot on those double teams this last sunday man again yeah i just felt bad but hey that's that's the only way teams are going to be able to stop him right and fuck but he blew through that line and when it was able to tackle alvin kamara for a loss early on and that was oh he shot the gap he saw that play the whole way <laughs> fuck you love that shit don't you eat it up now enough gushing so, about uh, Donald. I just, I, you guys want to hear some more awkward? I, I, I just had like a Facebook message, and uh, the sperm donor decided to wave at me through Facebook Messenger. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the sperm donor. Yeah, weren't, weren't we on air the last time that he fucking contacted you? Sent you sent me. A, you, were, you were on. You were on air. Oh no, no! Did I ever tell you about my birthday? No, you didn't. So. So, 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 you know, he made that contact, sent me that text, and I waited till the next morning and, you know, told him how I felt and whatever, you're forgiven, like, leave me alone. And then on my birthday, like, the first freaking call I get at, like, 10 in the morning, I see his fucking number pop up. I was like, Jesus. And I was like, I should just probably fucking answer this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my cousin, and then my cousin calls me the next day. I go, you want to hear some fucking, the weirdo that called me? He's like, who? I was like, my sperm donor. He's like, shut the fuck up. He had the balls to fucking call you? And he told me that, he's like, oh, I think he called my dad asking him what your fucking birthday is. And he's like, he's your fucking son. You don't know his birthday? 
But... Jeez, that's fucked up. Oh, yeah. Man. Super awkward, man. Yeah. Oh, good times, good times. All yeah. right. I, anyway. I, I feel... I feel... One more thing. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. How great does Cooper Cup look this year so oh, far? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He I... looks a lot better after that running catch you made. Whew. Oh, that was so it's, it's, great. It's almost sad that that wasn't a touchdown. <laughs> Oh, dude! In in all of our hearts and minds, that was a touchdown. We just needed we just needed Jared Goff to fall forward to fucking consummate it. That's all. <laughs> hey, I was I did want that touchdown for Cooper Cup because mainly because he's on my fantasy football team. But then when Jared Goff ended up getting the points for it, he was my starting quarterback too. So I'm, I was like, yeah, fine, bye. Oh, how cute. I uh, I have them in two leagues, but yeah, no, I just wanted him to get it to get it though, because that was such a badass play. Fuck yeah, he fucking uh, fuck stiff arm Marshawn Lattimore. Fuck that guy. All that shit he was talking his first year of how great a fucking cornerback he was, and he hasn't been shit these past year and a half. It feels like. No, that Saints yeah. uh, secondary is definitely overrated. They got some stiff players back there, straight up. Like there is some talent, but they have some stiff players. And yeah. if you uh, exploit it, and that was an exploitable play right there. So. Oh yeah, that move that Cup put on him, running that route. Right. Hey, did y'all catch Mike Thomas's stats for the game last week? Wasn't it like eighty-nine yards, no touchdowns, like <laughs> no, six receptions? Mike it was Thomas? four. Did, it, he, did he play? It was four for for uh, thirty-six yards. Oh, sounds like uh, his NFC Championship game. Like number. almost exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Don't worry, he's probably he's probably sending a tweet to the, the commission right now saying, "Hey, Raj, answer your phone." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this Saints. Ah, uh, good times. Yeah, the, the only thing that sucked about that game was Breeze getting hurt because there is a Saints fan's excuse. The fumble return that was called back because of the blown whistle. I mean, just there's more excuses out there for him. So, fuck it, spot him fourteen points. It wouldn't matter. Hey, look, it wouldn't matter if Breeze was. And we all know that if they lost, if they lost, but I'm just saying, if they lost, they would make another excuse up. Like they're the Saints, man. They're not used to winning. Straight up, dude. They're just not used to winning. So. Whatever, fuck them. Their Move throw, on next. Their throwback jersey is the garbage bag over the head. They're the ones who started that, right? Maybe. I don't know. I think my dad was telling me that with Archie Manning. And then I asked him, then why does everyone fucking talk about Archie Manning like he's a fucking god if the Saints sucked when he was back there? Because he didn't have anybody around him. He was just solo? Just a just a he, decent quarterback with no he was yeah, he was Eli Manning. There you go. <laughs> like father, like son. All right. Like father, like son. All I right, can, are we playing calling? Yeah, I, I can feel you getting antsy. I'm ready to call him right now. I'm gonna call. Here we go. All right, let's do this. He's he's been sipping uh, on some uh, some fucking liquor, hasn't he? Some Tito's. That's what he said. Some Tito's sipping on the Tito's. You think, <laughs> you think he'll answer the phone? Uh, there there's a decent chance that he might, just because he's lit right now. Oh man, I don't know. It might be way past his bedtime. He's in he's in Florida right now. On vacation. Oh, he's on he's on vacation though. So true. It's only eleven thirty. Oh, I don't know. You have okay. reached the voicemail ah, box. There's... Sorry, that mailbox is full. Oh, thank you. Wow. Good night. <laughs> oh, that is some fucked up shit. He fucking fuck up shit. figured it out. All right, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the voicemail right now anyway, just for purposes if Cody actually listens to this show. Hey, Cody, you stupid motherfucker. Get out of your fucking feelings. I'm glad that you're fucking following people on Twitter again. But you know what's great? They're just going to fucking troll you again. You're going to block them because you always do it because you're a big fucking pussy. I'm staring at you in the cornfields. Come out to California, motherfucker. I love you. Oh, man. All right. Jake next or what? Ooh. Ooh. That could be fun. Let's see. Come on, Matt. Up. Let's do it. Let's see if he's up. He, he, are you going to call the Bogue? Yeah, I'll call the fucking Let's Bogue, man. <laughs> oh, Bogey. 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 <laughs> oh, I 
You've reached the phone of Jake Ellenbogen. I'm not here to take your call right now, but if you leave a message, I will get back to you as soon as humanly possible. Thank you very much, and you have a great day. Hi, Jake. We are calling you from Rams Uncensored. Rams Uncensored! And we just wanted to tell you that it was really great to see that neck beard of yours all scraggly and red and gingery and fiery. But we know you're too busy right now. You got this whole, you know, underground network you got going on in the basement. So uh, when you get a little time and you want to join the show and, uh, you know, talk some shit, why don't you give us a call? It's funny that you say that, Brian. He just texted me. What? <laughs> he said sorry that he didn't answer the call because him and his, him and Alexis are recording right now, just like us. Oh, uh, that, no, that's right. I saw. I saw her post. Uh, collaboration. DTR meets Rams Uncensored right now. Oh, we could have, huh? <laughs> yeah, but then, but then, then Derek would have got all pissed off somehow. Who cares? I know that's the best part, Derek. <laughs> Derek, hey Derek, if you're listening, go fuck yourself. Yeah, speaking that's of what Derek, I fucking give think. him a call. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Fucking, I think he fucking tried call to call, call me earlier today too. Ass. Call his gimp ass and act like you're calling him back. <laughs> no man, just do it. Yeah, do it. Do he's, it. He's asleep or some shit. No, who dude, cares? He's editing a fucking pod right now. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, because him and Tommy recorded earlier, so they're. Yeah, oh, was, that is true. He he's on the phone with Sprinker right now, begging them to keep the fucking my bookie on there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, we're calling. Hey, there's a cheap plug. There was a cheap plug. Yeah. There you go. Does not He's gonna answer. Dude. He's probably asleep too. Dude. Well, good. We'll leave Call has been forwarded message. to an automated voice messaging system. The mailbox is full and cannot accept any oh, messages. Jesus. At this what the Bye. fuck? Son of a bitch. What is wrong with people? <laughs> Julie just looked at me and said, you smoke without me. Well, have a hit. <laughs> while, she's, while, she's, while she's drinking her wine. How fucking dare you, Brian? Come on. How dare you? I know. Hey, hey. Call, Chug a beer. Call Drew. Nah. Oh, yeah, let's call Drew. One I, more. I've, I've we stayed, haven't called Drew. Have, I've stayed 15 or, minutes or, past my or, bedtime. Or, wait, wait, wait. All right. We won't call Drew, but we know somebody that won't answer the phone, so we could just leave one more voicemail. And you, you want me to call Hector? Hector. Hector. You want me to oh, call Hector? Oh, God. Okay. You go ahead, Brian. Scott. All right. I'll, I'll do it in his voice, too. Hi, you reach Hector with the Office Express. Please leave a brief message, and I'll get back to you. The Office Express. Hi, you've reached Hector. Hector, we're calling you from Rams Uncensored, and we want to know if you want to win a new car. We have a brand new Porsche 911 with your name on it, Hector. It comes with free AT&T service. That way you can get your money back on the line you didn't pay for. Yes! By the way, we know where you live, motherfucker! Goodbye. Oh shit! That voice Damn, that shit cut you off. But that's where I was done. <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. Perfect timing, Brian. Oh Jesus! And with that, I'm gonna have to be shutting down the show. Wife's kicking What's me off. What's your final thought? What's your final thought? My final thought is that Hector's a bitch ass. Okay, Lark. What's your final thought? Uh, my final thought is. Fucking you guys, should I fucking go to the fucking Buccaneers game or should I not go to the Buccaneers game? I'm, I'm not going I'm not going to the Buccaneers. I'm not going to it, so That's what I fucking asked you. Good. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, my my final thought is fuck Tommy, he doesn't need to be on the show tonight. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna make sure he listens to this last bit. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Tommy's gonna listen. <laughs> Tommy's always gonna listen, let's be real. Yeah. I love that. I listened to what mattered. I listened to I listened to what mattered last week. I listened to like the first fifteen minutes and like the last ten minutes. Perfect. <laughs> that's all that you needed to listen to is the best part. <laughs> I know, and I knew that's where you guys would talk about me. So I was like, let's see what the fuckers are saying about me. <laughs> uh, that's all right. In all reality, we missed you, Brian. Glad to have you back, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy.
<laughs> All right, I'm motherfuckers. My balls. I'm moist. I'm moist. Good night. You missed that, didn't you? <laughs> no, I didn't. I did not at all. Moist. Goodbye. So moist. People like to just hear people fucking talk shit. <laughs> you can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.